Social media, surgery searching, um, just being in a lot of different surgery groups, watching doctors for years, and a couple of friends of mine had recommended um, these particular doctors in Mexico, and the one that I paid attention to most is the one I decided to go with. Okay, so when you when you chose to go with this particular doctor. Uh, did you do some background research on these on, on on these people or? Yeah, I did background. She was um, board certified in Mexico to do um, cosmetic surgery, not plastic surgery. Okay. Um, she she was certified. Um, so so I'm saying so the, the shit that you got that's considered cosmetic surgery and not plastic surgery. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So you went to. The, Seemingly the right motherfucker for the to job. The right, the right job. Um, I paid a deposit with her um, after having consultations with her a couple times. Um, seeing a couple of the girls who went. One of my friends did go and had a successful um, surgery with her. So that really was confirmation for me 
to go ahead over there, and that's how I end up. That's how you end up? That's how I end up going over there. Um, I went in February of 2022. Um, I had booked her sometime in August of 2021. And um, her, her staff was very friendly. Um, they constantly contacted me um, from my flight to um, my uh, living, I mean, my um, arrangements was staying over there. And I stayed in a halfway house um, that they recommended. It turned out. I'm sure it's not called a halfway house. It's definitely not a halfway it's house. That's, <laughs> that, that's some prison <laughs> shit, my nigga. I'm sure it's uh, a recovery house. Right. See, you gonna have to come back for another episode <laughs> and, and talk about why you called it a halfway house. Because blame uh, it on the Casamigos. I told you I was on Caso. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking halfway house. Oh my god. So the recovery house. So, so boom, you pick this particular uh, surgical team. You pay the deposit. You're in constant contact with these people. They, you know, in contact with you about your travel arrangements, about the recovery process, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. So up until the point of the actual procedure, everything is going a okay. Right. Okay. Um, the actual procedure. Well, when I got there, um, she. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't there yet. Okay. We ain't there yet. So, uh, so you did the background check on these people, and so when did you get the surgery done? I got the surgery done in February. Okay. So February, you fly down there. You done paid your deposit. You done got to Texas. Boom. Shot over to Mexico. Boom. And this is February. Correct. Okay. Uh, what made you decide to get this procedure done. So like you say, the lipo, tummy tuck, and the BBL. What was what what was it? It was like, all right, I'm about to do this shit. What what was going on in your before February, what was like, all right, I'm about to do this shit. What made you make that decision? Just possibly following the trend. My friends, a few of my friends have had it and they look nice, look wonderful, and I just wanted to be a part of the crew. Basically, um, just seeing it's so common now, everybody's getting, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get, and it's crazy because I was so against it. Like, when my friend went and got it, one of my closest friends, I was like, I ain't doing it, fuck it, you know, I've been flat ass all my life, so I might as well but got up a little bit and like, hey, fuck it. I got money to blow. I'm about to do it. <laughs> and that's how I went down. Okay, so you said you said a mouthful because this is definitely fucking trendy, right? You know what I'm saying? The whole BBL process, you know, all of like the quick fix solutions, like fuck that. I'm about to just pay a couple of dollars and go get snatched. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's really the energy. I'm I'm y'all gotta excuse me, I'm off the beer. <laughs> but so that's really the energy. So Prior to this, like, were you working out? Were you eating right? Was, was, was any of that? Or was it just like, I'm going to bypass that step and I'm about to just go get snatched? Absolutely. I was not working out. I wasn't dieting. Um, and her, in her agreement and, you know, watching her videos, it's just like, come as you are, no BMI limit. You don't have to lose weight. We take them, you know, from 8 to 80, basically, you know. So I did not do anything leading up to 
my surgery. Maybe the last, uh, I mean, the a couple weeks before, maybe a couple months before I took it back, a couple weeks before I had started on vitamins and iron to keep my hemoglobin up and, you know, just taking iron pills to give me energy. But basically that was it. Right. But so, and, and, and that's a real reason for a lot of motherfuckers to go to, you know, Mexico or to the DR because they don't have so many restrictions on what you have to do prior to surgery. Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, motherfucker, we know, you know, according to the CDC or the FDA or what the fuck ever the board, the U.S. board is, you can take out this amount of fat, blah, 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 this many CCs. You can inject this many CCs, but other places don't have these types of restrictions. And, shit, it's cheaper in other motherfucking countries. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you can go to Manhattan and get fucking Botox and pay several thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? But you go somewhere else and it'll be cheaper. So the restrictions uh, are a little more lax in, uh, when you leave. So you say, but prior to, you was like, nah, just. Instant my, gratification. Yeah, my homegirls did it. I'm about to go do this I'm shit. I'm do it. At um, 42 years old, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Um, and I did. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't worried. You know, I, I thought I had this thing in a bucket. But. Okay. So, uh, boom, February, you get down there. You meet the team and take us through what it was, what what it was like, you know what I mean? Um, I got there. Um, the next day I went to the clinic, met the staff, um, got hooked up to um got my vitals and stuff took. I was healthy, in good shape, and my vitals was good where I didn't have to have any um pay any extra fees because if your blood pressure is high or your blood uh, blood pressure is low you got to pay for uh, pints of blood and things of that nature they let you know they bring you all this paperwork in uh, liability papers you know in Mexican writing <laughs> like letting you know if something happens here um, basically they're not responsible for it certain things go wrong in the surgery team then the doctor comes and she introduces herself, and we took pictures, and she marked my body up, let me know, you know, I got you. I gave her a vision of what I wanted. I said I didn't want the vixen look. I wanted to, you know, look natural as possible, just get rid of the stomach and the back fat and plump my butt up a little bit. And she said, well, I got you, you know. After that, I got put on an IV. I didn't know what happened to me after that. And I woke up and I was snatched. I thought. So. So how long do you know how long you were under? Do you know how long the procedure was? I was under for five hours. Okay, so five hours they uh, performed the three, uh, the BBL, the tummy tuck, and the three sixty lipo, and boom. So you wake up and five hours later you snatched. Anesthesia's wearing off. And you go straight to the recovery house? The doctor came back in and seen me after I um, woke up from the anesthesia. And she told me that she took out 12 liters of fat from my stomach, um, from my back. And she told me that that's what she injected into my butt. Um, after that, I stayed at the hospital for 24 hours to be monitored. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, the recovery house came and picked me up. Okay. So, uh... 
What's going on in the recovery house? What is the recovery house like? What? The recovery house was horrible. Um, very unclean place. Uh, the lady, she had it was a big, a big house, maybe about six or seven bedrooms. It was something like a it would be used for an Airbnb. Um, she had twin beds. She had everything, all the medical necessities to nurse you back to health there, but she just was trifling and all the girls complained about it that was there. We end up having to leave that recovery house and go to another recovery house because we wasn't getting our massages, which is supposed to happen the moment you come from the hospital. Mm-hmm. You have to be massaged and get those get that fluid drained off your body or you're going to be swollen and in pain. Mm-hmm. So we wasn't getting a proper massage because she was only one person. She did not have a staff to help her, and it was like five girls in the recovery house at the time. But the 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 staff at the hospital uh, recommended this recovery house. Recommended this recovery house because the la- the top recommended recovery houses were all booked for yeah. this particular week. Mm, okay. So oh. this was the next recommendation from them. Okay, and how much was the re- was this person this particular recovery house? The recovery house was fourteen hundred dollars for seven days. Okay. Fourteen hundred for seven days. Um, she's supposed to she pick you up from the airport, drop you off at the airport. Okay. So fourteen hundred dollars for this. So uh, you don't have to give an exact, but give us ballpark on what you paid for the procedure. Um in the ten mark. Close to 10. Okay. Okay. And you're in the recovery house. How long did you stay in the bad recovery house before you uh, decided to leave? Two days. Okay. We was there for two days. Um, The bathrooms weren't clean. The kitchen wasn't clean. The house was a total wreck when we got there. She did attempt to clean it up. But being that all the girls were uh, leaking fluid, it was all through the house, and she just was spot mopping and, it just wasn't clean. So we stayed there for two days, and then we left and went to another recovery house where it was a little better to deal with. Okay. And so there, uh, so at this next recovery house here, you're getting the proper treatment that you that you need? Yes. So how long did you stay there? Stayed there for four days. Okay. We stayed at this recovery house for four days. Um, they did a good job with, you know, helping each lady, which they had staff. It was more than one person there. Um, we got, um, healthy meals cooked, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We got the massages on time. Um, they walk, walk with us through the house so we can, you know, build our strength back up, gave us pineapple juice and gave us our meds on time. That was a pretty decent house. The second one. Okay. So you stay for the four days, you get in the proper treatment and shit. Then you fly back home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Right, that so the four days. So this lady, she took us took us back to the airport. Um, I came home. Uh, the surgery was successfully done. All right, hold on, hold on, because I want to talk about the flight. So you was like with your ass in the air, like you couldn't no. sit down on the flight. No, I sat on a bobby pillow. Oh, I sat on a bobby pillow and I had um support hose stockings on. <coughs> Excuse me, support hose stockings on, and um my feet were swelling. I was in pain. I was uncomfortable. But I also let, you know, the the pilot know, uh, not the pilot, but the attendant know that I had the surgery and they accommodated me on the plane. They set me by myself and 
you know, kept checking on me. I kept having to stand up, though. Mm-hmm. I was very uncomfortable. Right, because I was, I forget where the fuck I was flying from, but it was like bitches just, you know, face in the chair and ass in the aisle type shit. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. Well, my doctor told me that she applied the fat under the muscle, which is you won't lose the fat because it's under the muscle, which a lot of doctors don't do that. They put it over. So she just told us to sit on the, the boppy pillow no longer than three hours. Mm. So that's what I did. And then I would stand up and, you know, try to stretch my legs. But that was a horrible ride home for sure. Okay. So you get you get to the crib. Uh, it's been a week. So you're a week post-op. And you get to the crib. And what happens? Um, I got everything set up at home for my recovery. I had a nurse um, to come out and do my massages. Um, I stayed home. I stayed in the bed for maybe a week when I came home. Um, now this is going on, what, 14 days. I, th- I still got my drains in. My drains were, um, they say you can keep them in between 7 and 21 days. Mm-hmm. I was at like 14, 15 days when my drains came out. So I started leaking. And also my incisions started to open. One side was open, one side was closed which is normal, and some cert- some tummy tucks, and um, you have to, it's a certain cream or honey that you put on it, and it's supposed to mend your skin back together, but that's a whole other story as well. Now, what'd you say? So, what was going on when you came home? So, I had my family helping me. I had my nurse helping me, and the, the wound that started opening uh, on the side of my stomach, it never... It never closed. I had a whole side that did close. So I started going to the doctor. I went to my doctor, and they were testing me, saying that I didn't have any infection. This is normal. The skin does does separate. So this is normal. Just keep it bandaged. Keep it clean. So I was doing that. Uh, another week, it started spreading open even more. I went to emergency. went to hearing for it. Um, they ran tests on me. They said I didn't have any infection, but they had an issue that I went to Mexico. They told me that was some of the dumbest shit ever. Like, why would you do that? We do that here. And Mm -hmm. so they end up discharging me. So I just couldn't, I just was feeling bad one day. Um, couldn't get around. I was feeling feverish. So I said, you know, something not right. I went to another hospital. I went to Beaumont. And um, Boma was like, we need to, you know, send you and see a wound specialist. We're going to send you now. So they sent me over in the in uh, ambulance to an EMS, not ambulance. <laughs> they sent me over to Boma, and I seen the wound specialist, and they, they flew me to the Ann Arbor Hospital, Ann Arbor, Michigan. In a helicopter? No, in the, in the EMS truck. Oh, you said they flew me. I'm like, God damn, like, you was fucked up if they called a chopper. You fucked up if, no, nigga, if they, they sent me over in the motherfucking chopper. In the EMS to the University of Michigan. Okay. <laughs> God damn. Where I had an extreme infection in my blood, and I had to have immediate surgery once I got to university. So Henry Ford didn't catch this. And boom, so Henry, you should have fucking sued them niggas. So Henry Ford didn't catch this blood infection that you had. 
you go to Beaumont. Beaumont, like, hey, yo, this shit ain't right. They send you immediately from the ER, the Beaumont ER, to the wound specialist immediately. Right. And the wound specialist sends you from him to where? To, well, I went to emergency at the University of Michigan, and they emergency brought plastics down, plastic surgery. Oh. And they that's when they, um, after they test my blood and plastics came down and talked to me like, we have to reopen you. He said, you're, you know, you're, hot. he said, you're seconds from being septic. That's what he told me. He was like, you have an internal infection. So I went and had the surgery that same day that I got to uh, the university. God damn. Um, they opened my tummy tuck up and um, cleaned out all the infection. My skin has started turning black up under. So um, he called my family, told my family, like, you know, she's in bad shape. And I can't believe my sister was letting him know, like, you know, we just left Henry Ford a couple days ago. And they told her that she was good, just, you know, to continue to take the antibiotics that she was on. He was like, no, absolutely not. So with that, me going back in surgery, um, he informed my sister that he has to cut majority of my uh, stomach off because it had rotten. The flesh had rotten under the tummy tuck. It wasn't healing. So I end up getting um, at least half of the bottom part of my stomach cut off from the infection. What? Yes. So, oh, oh, God damn. So... You have the motherfucking procedure, you leave Mexico, and to your knowledge, everything is fine. Right. And you said, but you was like, the, it was a success. Like, so the what was successful about it if you <laughs> fucked up 21 days later? Well, actually, the surgery was a success. Um, my body went into toxic shock because I had those many surgeries at one time. Mm, okay. So my body went into toxic shock, and that's when... You know, I wasn't healing in the stomach, you know, with the tummy tuck. Went into, so I guess, you know, my body just shut down from the toxic shock of that. And that's what caused the infection. All this time, 21 days, I'm thinking I'm healing and I'm not. Right. I'm not healing. My flesh was turning rotten because of my body going into shock from those many procedures at one time. Um, I was not supposed to have those many procedures at my uh, age my weight and my BMI was 51 at the time. And most surgeons won't take you unless you're 34 and under. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so 42 years old, high BMI and high weight, and it was just it was just too much for your body to handle, it was basically. Too much for my body to handle. So your body just re- rejecting all of this shock and trauma that you inflicting on. Because I've seen videos of them motherfucking lipos and all that shit and like they be fucking you up like cause you but you out so but they just be in that motherfucker vacuuming and in and out and like it's a lot that that's a heavy that's a heavy toll on your motherfucking body yes it is so boom you get in there the the plastics come down they talk to you they cut off what 75% of your stomach of your stomach yes which leaves a a big hole in my stomach which makes it the tummy tuck null and void. Now it looks like I didn't have the surgery at all because the top part of my stomach, it left a muffin top, and the bottom part is completely flat. 
Mm. Now, I was told to compress that area and it would go down eventually or else I would have to have a reconstruction tummy tuck. So, I stayed in the hospital after I got my stomach cut. I stayed in the hospital for three weeks, almost a month. I was on IVs, um, um, antibiotic IVs, um, and I couldn't come home. And I also got put on a wound vet. Hold on. So, 21 days. So, you you talking about fucking 42 days of you being in some sort of medical care. Yes. I was in... I, I had the surgery in February. I was in the hospital by the third week of March. And I didn't get out to April. God damn. So they put me on a wound vac as well. A wound vac is uh, a machine they put inside your stomach when you have large wounds that won't close by themselves. So a vac is placed inside your stomach to try to help the wound close faster mm-hmm. than what it actually would. And... I was on that wound vac for like three months. Even after being released from the hospital, I still had to wear that wound vac at home. I had to have a nurse come out three days out the week. Also, after the nurse couldn't come out, I had to go to, what is this, receiving every Tuesday and Thursday and get the wound vac changed. Just a horrible process. God damn, this is a whole lot. Yes. This is a, a whole fucking lot going on. So now we're to April, and the and you know you know procedures done. You know the well the, the initial surgeries done in February. Now we're in April. How many surgeries? How many corrective surgeries have you had in total to correct what was done from the initial BBL and tummy tuck? Four. Four fucking surgeries. Four surgeries. So boom, the first one is the. The you know they cut off twenty five percent of your stomach. Then what? What's the other then three? Then after that, I had to go in and get the wound vac. Okay, so that's two. I have to go in and get the wound vac. Then they then they cleaned the. I went back in after the wound vac. They took the wound vac off for a couple of weeks and they cleaned the area again, which was scraping the skin and the fat that had grew around the uh, wound vac. Mm. I had to do that. And then the last surgery was the fourth surgery is removing the wound vac and having a skin graft. I had to have a skin graft. That was the fourth surgery where they took the skin off my left thigh and placed it in the middle of my stomach to cover up, cover that, up the wound. that wound. But in all of this, and you had a blood infection? Yes. So what was you on? Dialysis? You was on like, well, like no, how? No, they just I- put me on a, a, a IV antibiotic. I was on that for like eight hours out of the day. For how many days? For two weeks. Out of the four weeks that I was in the hospital, I stayed on the IV for two weeks. To get the infection to and get the, the toxins infection out of your blood. Out of my blood. God damn. Yes. This is a lot. This is a lot to deal with, you know. Absolutely. To, to, to get snatched like your homegirls. Absolutely. This is a whole fucking lot to go through, right? And. This is a part of the process that a lot of people don't talk about, which is why, like, you know, uh, I, I seen, I remember you telling me you was, go, you know what I'm saying, getting the motherfucking surgery. Like, yeah, you know, in February I'm going to get the surgery, blah, 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 because we cool outside of all of this shit, right? So 
I remember you initially telling me that you was planning on doing it. I know you remember me telling you not to. <laughs> I I know for a fact you remember me for telling sure. you fuck not to. Telling you, hey nigga, I got a a twenty dollar a month gym membership at Powerhouse. You can come in that bitch with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I remember when you had it, and I remember you being fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember texting you, checking on you because you're no longer posting on social media. You're like you have a big personality, and you wasn't out there. You know, like you normally are, and I'm like, damn, my nigga fucked up. Like you, you good? And I remember the fucking pictures you sent. You know, I remember the 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 conversations that we had, and I'm like, that's why I was really on you. Like, yo, you, you know, whenever you're comfortable, you need to come on and talk about this because you got thousands of women flocking to these motherfucking doctors every year. And not really fucking knowing what's really going on. One, I, So once I knew you was coming, I started doing my research. One out of every 3,000 BBLs ends in death. Wow. 3,000 bitches go to get a surgery, a BBL. One of them bitches going to die. In 2020, just in the United States, there was uh, 20, 000, over 20,000 BBLs performed. We were in the middle of a pandemic in 2020. Motherfuckers was in the house and was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm, about to go, I'm about to go get snatched, though. And that's not counting all the motherfuckers who went to Mexico, who went to DR, you know what I'm saying, and, and other motherfucking places. This is just in the United States. And that number is growing and growing, right? But like I was saying to you earlier, this is just the next iteration of the the back alley butt shots, like when bitches was throwing the hotel parties and injecting all type of goofy shit in their ass, right? Like, and not all their ass is dropping. It, you 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 know what I'm saying? Or 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 like the the one bitch K Michelle who who had her shit so fucked up they had to get it removed. Like we hearing so many motherfucking stories like that now. Like motherfuckers' bodies is fighting off this shit that they putting in inside of them, and w- which is what it's supposed to do. You know, you putting a foreign substance inside your body. Your body's supposed to fight it off if you're healthy. Right. And and but it's ending tragically for a lot of motherfuckers. And motherfuckers ain't talking about that. We just looking at the Instagram models and all the bitches on social media and like, oh shit, she look good or she snatched or she got a fat ass. But we ain't looking at the other side of the coin. And you lived it. You know what I'm saying? I'm living it. You're, you're right, right. You're still. We haven't even got to the the liposuction pain and. How every day you have to basically crawl out the bed because you're in, in pain, you know, your back where they stuck that that rod in you and chuck that fat out of there. Those are the areas that hurt. Um, I spent over four or $5,000 on massages where, you know, I have to have somebody come in and massage my butt, massage my hips, my back, the areas where I'm knotted up in those areas. Um Barely being able to walk, feet swole. Whatever you eat, it makes you swell. It keeps fluid on you. And you have to go to the gym. You have to maintain the weight. So it's just something that could have been did from the beginning. You're going to end up in the gym anyway. Right. It's just, you know, um, getting out the car. I- I'm getting out the car like I'm 60 because I'm achy. You know, if it's raining, I'm achy. 
you know. Um, although my friend looked good, she cried. She just silently cried. She may didn't go through what I went through, but she still, things are bothering her. The, you know, um, my sister, she had the gastro surgery. She can't eat, you know, maybe a cracker or two without want to throw up, feeling like she's sick. And she's, it's been three or four years since she had it, and she's still like that. Like, whole body just is not normal no more. It's foreign. She's, you know, it's foreign to her. And that just, you know, a lot of girls, they just like the look of it. But they don't want, I know I didn't want to experience the pain and agony behind it. And I don't know how much longer I have to deal with it. Every day I'm into six months of uh, after the surgery and I'm still hurting like I am just got it done. I shouldn't be like that. Some days are good. Most days are bad. And so what so what did they tell you out so before the surgery and, and, and directly after the surgery, what was the duration that they told you that the recovery process would be? They said the recovery process can be between six months and a year. Mm-hmm. Um, where you won't be getting no sharp pains in your you know, your body from the lipo. Um the weight gain, you gain it back instantly if you don't maintain it, you know. Right, you right. Get, you get it right, right back. Um, like, you like you know what I'm saying? You go, you spend tens of thousands of dollars, and you come back, and you fucking eating Coney Island every other night. Like, it's it's futile, right? So it was a chick. It was a chick at my job. I ain't going to say her name, but it was a chick at my job when I worked at the plant. So she went, uh, and, and she went to the DR or something and got – Got a got a got a ridiculous ass like this bitch. This bitch was cold. I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> like like when this bitch got came back to work, motherfuckers was like motherfuckers. Miles was dropping like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Like this bitch was bad. Like <laughs> so this bitch was so bad that every year after that, I was at my job for six and a half years. Every year after that, it would be groups of bitches that would go to her doctor. Over in the DR, like they would like take their vacations together and you know use their little profit sharing or whatever the fuck little little bonus little but money we get and they about to go get what the fuck girl got right. <laughs> so the first year it was probably like six bitches that went, boom, six bitches go get the baby girl surgery, come back. Before the year is over, four of them bitches look bad, like. Not in a good way, bad. Like, you look horrible. Right. Not even a year later, you look fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Then the next year, 10 bitches go. Next year, 12 bitches. This shit was going crazy. But year three, the first bitch gets pregnant. She was bad for three fucking years after her surgery until she got pregnant. Fucked it up. When she got pregnant... She looked horrible. The weight that she gained in the place that she was like, and and shit like I ain't just like you know on the outside looking in. Just she would be like, I wish I'd have never did this stupid ass shit. She was coming to work every day like, looking look, look how fucking stupid I look. Like she knew the deformation of her body 
But you know what I'm saying? Because the weight gain and surgery, she 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 didn't expect. Of course, bitch, somebody about to ain't nobody about to pull out, bitch. You look amazing. Okay. Ain't nobody pulling out of you. Fuck out of here. Somebody about to fuck this little twenty thousand dollars up. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, nigga, I, I I gotta go back through this shit all over again after I dropped this baby. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely maintenance and a lifestyle change. But if that's what if your mind is already there. Then you could do that before you spend the spend the bands. You know what I'm saying? You can you can maintain now. You can lifestyle change now. Motherfucker, put the chicken down, eat a salad, drink some water. You know what I'm saying? And these are natural and healthy ways that you can look a way you want to look. I'm not against anybody doing what the fuck they want to do with their body. That's your body. Do it. But have all the information. And realize that everything ain't a quick, it's no such thing as a quick fix for nothing. It's a price you're going to pay. You know what I'm saying? And there's just not enough people talking about that price for me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, you hop on Instagram and every bitch bad. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing but bad bitches on Instagram. But And it's so common now that the doctors don't even take, you know, the right length of time to they getting them in and out four or five girls a day. Mm. Like, how are you doing all these procedures on five or six girls a day when one procedure doing it the right way takes 14 to 16 hours? Right. Right. But you like, I ain't about to miss that bag. I ain't about to miss. I ain't about to, I, I about to let the niggas down the street get that money. Fuck out of here. I need that 10,000. Stop playing. Yeah, man, it's, it, bro. I, I I sit up and watch uh, Dr. Miami's TikTok. This nigga's TikTok and Instagram be going the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? This nigga is a millionaire based on bitches insecurities because that's what it boils down to. Like I'm I'm dissatisfied with this and how I look and my titties or my stomach or my back or my legs or whatever, and I'm about to I'm about to pay to get this shit off me. And you got niggas becoming million, multi-millionaires off of this shit. And so what what really be tripping me out, right, <clears throat> is I will hear black women, and I ain't I ain't just picking on y'all, but we gonna we gonna we gonna voila, goddammit. We, we gonna keep it real. So I will hear black women say things like the medical industry is racist against black women as a whole. Like, like you know, black women die in childbirth more than any other race of women and blah, blah, blah. They, I've heard black women actually say that the medical industry is like, to black women, is like the police for black men. Like, that's how bad they killing them, right? right? And we got Kanye's mom, you know what I'm saying? Went in there for a motherfucking elective cosmetic surgery and never walked out that bitch. So we have examples of this happening, you know what I'm saying? But I don't understand how a motherfucker could say that this industry is racist against me, this industry is killing me, but then I'm flocking to it by the thousands. I'm dying to give you my money. The motherfuckers that's supposedly killing me. Right. That's That takes a degree of lunacy. Like, you got to be a little off to be, I'm so superficial or so insecure I'm going to let that supersede my intelligence. I know y'all fucking over me, but I'm still about to give y'all my money and go under the knife. That don't make sense to me. 
You know what I mean? It may make sense to everybody else. I'm pretty sure a lot of bitches is going to weigh in once they hear this episode. I'm here for all the smoke. <laughs> all of it. But you can't tell me that this motherfucking industry is killing you. You can't hear stories like this and still in good conscience like, all right, fuck it. Take my 10000 Sign me up. Like, come on, man. Come the fuck on. But so you went through this process and today, you know, you got this shit in February. It's fucking August. You're still not 100% today. Nope. Okay. So what's going on with you today? Just constant pain. Aching. I'm achy all the time. If I sit too long, stand up, I'm achy. I stand too long, I'm achy. Um, Rain, I'm achy. I still need to be massaged. Like I said earlier, I done spent almost four or $5,000 on massages alone because now that's also training, too. Everybody is a lymphatic masseuse, and um, they want $150 a massage because they know how bad you're going to need them. You're hurting. You want you, you need that. You need that massage that, that really, like, soothes you uh, temporarily into the next achy pain. Come on. Um, feet constantly swelling. Anything you eat with salt swells you up, puts fluid on you. Um, you have to take all kinds of multivitamins. Um, you have to take um, lymphatic uh, drops so you can get the fluid off you. It's just so much that come with it. Um, besides, you know, regularly eating healthy. Um, if you don't do that. You're really in bad shape. You're really in bad shape. You have to follow it. A lot of girls don't follow. I did not follow uh, none of the things that I was told to do. I tried to do it on my own, and I really got discouraged once I got sick. Like, I just thought it was over for me. So I was in so much pain. I didn't see myself healing or feeling better. I had got really depressed behind it, didn't want to come out um, until I got up, and I started seeing my shape a little bit. But since the second surgery, you know, I'm kind of feeling, you know, self-conscious again about, you know, the way my stomach was left. So I'm undecided if I want to go back, you know, to get the corrective surgery or just leave the shit alone. Like, you know, I went through too much. I'm, my mind is saying leave the shit alone, but I just don't know. You know, when I take my clothes off, I don't want to be uncomfortable to myself, you know. So I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it, that ain't this. This ain't that. Because I, I like, I, I swear, I was literally just about to ask you before you said it, I was literally just about to ask you, would you do it again? And you seem to be at a crossroads. Like, uh, yeah, I know this, blah 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 blah. But because I don't, you know, I know <laughs> if if just by slight chance I decide to do it again, you know, it's certain things I wouldn't do. I wouldn't allow, you know, myself. I wouldn't allow them to give me another tummy tuck. Maybe a little lipo. Um, you wouldn't go to Mexico. I wouldn't definitely go to Mexico. Fuck Mexico. All day. <laughs> I definitely so, wouldn't go there. So, so, so we're going we to uh, research a reputable doctor, <laughs> and we're going to sure. do the motherfucking uh, the, 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 the pre-op conditions. Yes. We're going we, we gonna to do all the shit that we're supposed to do before the surgery to make sure the surgery goes blah, 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 blah. Right. But. Continue. So <laughs> I just don't know what, what I'm going to do. I I don't look bad under my clothes. I don't look 
you know, bad enough where I should get a surgery, but I'm just don't want to look the way they left me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do. I know I, I have to do things a little different and I know what to expect now. I didn't know none of this stuff was going to go and I know what to prepare myself for. I wasn't prepared. I just got up and went and got that shit done. You know, I did minor research, but not the way that I should have. And it fucked me up in the long run. Mm. Mm. God damn. So listen, it it listen, it I applaud you for coming, for being brave enough to come and, and, and tell your story. Like I real shit. I and and you know how long I've been trying to get you to come on this motherfucker <laughs> and do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm shy. Like months and months and months. I've been like, man, yo, when you come doing this motherfucking uh when you gonna come do this motherfucking episode? When you gonna come do this episode? Blah 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 blah. And it it took a while, you know. Some shit had to go on, and uh, I understand, you know, yeah, you being apprehensive. But like I said, I just want to applaud you for coming on here and and talking about this shit because not enough women are talking about it. It's not enough of this conversation going on, and it's just so me so much of the. Looking at motherfuckers' pictures and oh, this bitch snatched and I'm about to go do that. Just like you say, oh, my friends did it. I'm about to go do it. Well, your friends ain't really giving you the whole game, right? You know what I'm saying? They just coming out flexing. You know what I'm saying? Or popping up on the on the book or on the grand flexing, but they not telling you everything they went through. So for you to you know be brave enough to come on this motherfucking platform and give motherfuckers the ins and outs about this shit and keep it all the way 100. Why lie? Like I, I definitely just want to give you a round of applause. Thank, thank you. you, thank you. Huh? <laughs> now, a lot of girls are embarrassed to even talk about it because they've been hyping everybody up about how they' about to come back and look, including myself. You know, I talked that shit, so I was talking like, "Yeah, I'm about to be snatched, bitch." This, you know. So it was kind of embarrassing, and I done had a lot of people. Like, what you go do? Like, you look the same. Like, you wasted your money and all. I'm like, you know, it's all good, though. It's all good. I'm just blessed to be here because right. I almost checked up out of here. Yeah, and and, and, and and real shit, there was a point where you thought you was going to die. Yes. There was a point. I remember <laughs> you was fucked up in them beds and shit, like, for weeks at a time. You was like, nigga, I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I got some sketchy-ass texts for from real. you, my nigga. Like... <laughs> Like damn, blood like it's it's like that. So shit, yeah. I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, cause I didn't know shit. I didn't know. I had never been in the hospital prior to that. Never had a broken bone. Never had anything traumatic to happen to me. So that really, you know, with my anxiety and everything else, I thought it was over for me. So I'm just happy to be here. But I encourage people to. Definitely do your research. Definitely think it through. Try other ways to uh, diet and lose weight because you got to end up exercising anyway. You got to end up eating right anyway. So that's something that could just be done. Just going to take a little more time than just going to get it, getting it done. Right. I mean, because, I mean, and and, and that's a mouthful. Motherfucker, you're going to have to diet anyway. You're going to have to work out anyway. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm about to go in this motherfucker, get the, you know, drop this 15000 and this shit lasts a lifetime. No, bitch, you can't come home eating Coney all day. You know, you got to drink some water and eat a salad. You might as well start doing that shit now. 
you know, do some motherfucking squats in your living room, you know, before you do this. And and because, like I say, Kanye's mama was just going to get a regular procedure and never walked up out that bitch. And you you don't have to believe me. You can look the shit up. One out of every 3,000 BBLs, bitch, you, you're going to die. And in 2020, you had over 20,000. So, I mean, like, the math just ain't math in my niggas. You know what I mean? And, you know, I understand, every, you know, we live in this social media age and this era. But so I can I can understand it coming from a young woman, you know, 22, 23, 25, a young motherfucker whose whole life is based around, you know, who grew up on the Internet. We didn't. You know what I'm saying? We 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 different. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no Facebook when when I was growing up. It wasn't no everybody didn't have a cell phone when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? So we different. So for us to be influenced by this shit, it just it, it says a lot about the times. And I just think everybody needs to take a step back from this shit and just really think about what the fuck they doing before they just jump out here and 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 try this shit for real. Like this shit is dangerous. Real talk. This shit is dangerous. You are literally putting your life on the line. You know, and it ain't no if ands or buts about that. You putting your life on the fucking line. You're choosing surgery. You're choosing to inflict trauma upon your body. Consciously. That's that that that's something that we really need to think about. And them doctors don't give a damn about you. They want that bag. <laughs> Flat out. With that bag. Flat the fuck out. That doctor trying to buy another motherfucking yacht or shit, trying to pay that mortgage or whatever. You don't give a fuck about your little goofy ass. Shit, stop playing. <laughs> for real, for real. real. Man, but again, man, I just want to thank you for coming. I appreciate you. Uh, I know a whole lot of motherfuckers that need to hear this because I know a whole lot of motherfuckers that's uh, considering surgery. And yeah, I can't, I can't wait till they hear that one. And with that, we gonna get up out of here. Peace. People said they was down for me. Switched up. They was looking down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck. Cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down.